Welcome back. I still have that sexy voice. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> uh, so last week we talked about the lessons from 2023. Yeah. And this week we want to talk about looking forward into 2024 and goal setting and what mm-hmm. that process is and our, you know, history with goals and what that's mm-hmm. looked like historically for us and what it looks like for us now and kind of. Yeah. bridging that gap and yeah so i think let's let's start with tell us tell us about the experience with goals i would say you have. i wasn't always a fan of setting goals i yeah my like in the corporate world Ugh. it was it, it felt like a box checking exercise for sure that like never really at the end of the year we knew we were going to get a bonus anyway because based on pe- the company's be- because the people at the top get a bigger bonus right. and they're gonna make it you can make numbers and things look any way you want yeah and so it just felt like it was a useless exercise because at the end of the year we know we're gonna get the bonus that's tied to the goal because you guys are gonna make it so because you get you well, know a big bonus and with the it. goals are cascaded down so they don't like, mean anything to you they're not your goals really and they're not terribly different year over year no, like to me a- goal and my corporate experience goal setting was to your point exactly a box checking it's exercise. funny like you you'd have like maybe like consider like a safety metric like we're gonna have a 1.2 whatever <laughs> and then you know the next year what they do is we're gonna take the last three years average and minus off 10 percent. so then it's gonna be 1.1 next year and it's like okay well i mean yeah we're we're slowly improving and whatever <laughs> but yeah, you're right. Like, it didn't really feel like my goal. It didn't feel like anything that was going to be something that I was passionate about mm-hmm. and that I wanted to get accomplished. It didn't drive you. It didn't lift you. It didn't motivate In you. In no way. You. In no yeah. way. No. And so that that was my, I would say, goal-setting experience um, up until this point. And then we kind of embarked on this crazy entrepreneurial personal growth journey and it's really shifted goals for me because now they're now they're mine i guess for one thing they yeah you know i'm setting goals that move me that Mm -hmm. that mean something to me that um that that make you a better person on december 31 2024 than you were on january 1st 2024 yeah and so uh it's become a completely different yeah. exercise for me like yeah i it's night and day different for oh, me too. night and day like i yeah. i just ugh, never wanted to do it before and now i look really forward to the process that we're going to lay out for you here in a few minutes but and the um, process is very different for oh, us than it was yeah in the corporate world. for yeah. sure yeah for sure and yeah. it's because it's, we made this process it's our process we get to do what we want yeah that's the beauty of it and so we've done we've figured out a few things that mean something to us so like we listen to other people and what they like to your point earlier um, from our last week's podcast, we listen to a lot of books, listen to a lot of podcasts, we listen been to a lot of events. We've listened to like we've met a lot of people, talked to a lot of people. Everyone's got their own different way Spin. of doing things and setting goals, and so you know we've just taken what we think works for us and left what doesn't. And so I invite That's everyone what, listening to yeah. do the same thing. Yeah, exactly. This I, is what we found works for us. So take what might work for you and leave what doesn't. I think it's super important that you, you know, obviously 
there's a lot of successful people out there who've done things and it's worth listening to what they do, but not everything is going to be fit for purpose for you. Mm -hmm. That works for them. And it's great to listen and take that in. And maybe there's a part of their process that you love and that you're going to take. And then there's a part of another process and you build your own system Mm -hmm. for what works for you. I think that's, and if our system works for you, great, but if totally take what works and leave what doesn't. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think, other thing that I think um, I, I wanted to highlight with the goal setting exercise, um, because in this transition period for me, this is something that's become really clear and important for me, is that it's about who you become, not what you achieve. And so, and not tying your identity to your goals and achieving your goals. Mm-hmm. like. And your think, value and worth as a human does not depend on achieving your goals. I think that's a big one for people who are high performers and hold themselves yeah. to a very high standard. Like and, I, and I would fit into that category yeah. in my, in, in a past life. If I didn't meet a goal, I was hard on myself. I mm-hmm. took it personally that I didn't do enough to achieve whatever that goal was and didn't, I think, give enough credit to all the things that I did do to come up short and how much progress I did make. Did I make it right to the top of the mountain? No, but I made it three quarters of the way up the mountain. And if I look back and look and see how much ground I covered, Mm -hmm. it's an insane, yeah, Yeah. like I made a lot of progress and I never ever considered that or celebrated that. It was like- Gave yourself any credit for it. No, it was like if I was at the bottom of the mountain and if I wasn't at the top of the mountain by the end of the year, then I did not do what I was supposed to do, Mm -hmm. fail. Mm -hmm. And so I think there's a- and this really hit home for me, not this past year, but the year before mm-hmm. in 2022, um, you know, we had set a very uh, aggressive goal. Well, I guess it's not that. Ag- it was aggressive in the moment for us mm-hmm. to run a marathon and a half marathon. And, uh, and, and so I wanted to run a marathon and I set that goal early in the year. And as I was making my way through the year, I was I was feeling really good and I started early enough I, you know I I got the marathon training plan and I think it was for like 16 17 weeks but I had started so so much earlier that mm-hmm. I was doing like 24 weeks so like the first 7 weeks I was doing it twice mm-hmm. and then when I got to like week 9 then I was doing week 9 week 8 in, in mm-hmm. sequence all the way to leading up to the marathon and as I was running for these this half a year basically 6 months mm-hmm. I was feeling so good and it wasn't, so the goal initially was just finish a marathon. Mm-hmm. That was the goal you set. That was the goal I set to, to finish a marathon. Mm-hmm. And then partway through it, I was like, no, I'm going to, it's not even a question of whether I'm going to finish a marathon. I know in my bones, I'm going to finish it mm-hmm. based on what I've, all the training I've done and all the work I'm putting in. I know I'm going to finish. Now it's how fast can I do it? Mm-hmm. And so partway through, I changed my goal to be, I want to run a f- sub four hour marathon so Mm -hmm. anything with a three in front of it that's a win for me Mm -hmm. and so that was now my singular focus training for this marathon Mm -hmm. and i would do all these runs and and all you were running five days a week every single week without fail i was following following that i was following that that plan exactly as it was laid out Mm -hmm. exactly as it was laid out and we were traveling and doing it wasn't always easy Mm -hmm. but i was i was committed and i wanted to reach that goal so i was Mm -hmm. i was following it and then, you know, the, the the longest run in the plan, I think, is like 
30 or 35 kilometers. Mm -hmm. So it's not quite the 42.2 that you have to run on, on race day. And so I'd run all those, those runs and on race day I'm running and I'm, I get to kilometer 35. It's the furthest I've run. Mm -hmm. And I get hit with the worst cramps, leg cramps. Mm -hmm. Like literally my muscles start to seize up in my feet. And so that I, feet, I was, shins, I, calves, I was, hammies. I was worried I was going to roll an ankle. I actually had to stop and try to figure out how I'm going to get this muscle cramp out. Mm -hmm. And as I did that and shifted my muscles, other muscles would start to cramp. Mm -hmm. So all that year, it was like a waterfall. Of it was, muscle cramps. it was crazy how, and so I was on pace. I was ahead of the pace. bunny. I was ahead of the pace bunny. I, I had, I, he was way behind me. Mm -hmm. The four hour pace bunny. The four hour yeah. pace bunny was way behind me. But after a few times I had to stop, the four-hour pace bunny was catching up. And I would look back and I would see her. Mm -hmm. I think it was a her with a bunch of people around them that were also of the same goal. Yeah. Wanted to be the four-hour kind yeah. of mark. And they are catching me. And I'm starting to get this feeling in my body like, oh. Panic. I'm starting to feel it get away from me. Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm just trying to like, stretch out muscles and figure out how I'm going to get this under control. Cause I still have seven kilometers left. Mm -hmm. And eventually that I, you know, I keep, I, I would run for, you know, a couple hundred meters and it would hit me again. I'd have to stretch out my calves or my, you know, um, quads or hammies or whatever it was. It was seizing up in the moment. Literally everything from my waist down was like every muscle would, would like seize up at different times. And so the one thing that I did not account for in my training was the nutrition and the fuel. I did not do an adequate job of understanding muscle cramps mm -hmm. for myself. Because you hadn't experienced it in your training, so you didn't know to be prepared At the 35-kilometer mark, I, 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 it really hit me. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's when it hit me in, in the race, and I had not run anything past 35 kilometers. Right. And so in the training, I would get muscle cramps after my runs. Mm -hmm. I mean, I would fuel up with Gatorade and water and all that good stuff, and eventually it would it would go away. But it was something that it 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 really hit me on race day, and ultimately, I I did not finish in four hours. I was four hours and twenty something minutes, twenty one minutes, I think, or twenty two minutes. And at first, I was really really bummed. Like I I knew I was going to finish a marathon, and so the the idea even though it's a huge goal that not a lot of people mm -hmm. in the world ever accomplish most don't even care to mm -hmm. but it's it's such a magical and it's been something that I've wanted to do for a very long time and to be honest I had, I had set the goal for the time I had, it it had taken away for me the fact that I had actually accomplished a really big milestone mm -hmm. And so it was like that for a little bit until I started to think about it some more and then realized, well, like, dude, like you just ran a marathon. Like what the, the stats on someone who finished the marathon is like, I don't know, less than a 1% of the population will ever do that. Yeah. That's an amazing feat. All the work that you did for the last six months in doing that, you can't throw that away for just because you were off by 22 minutes. Right. And so... So you, you had tied your identity a little bit to that four hour mark. Yeah. 
and then felt really disappointed. And when you think about it, what's four hours mean? It's arbitrary. It's just this random number I picked. Like it's it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean I qualify for anything. No. It doesn't mean like oh four hours I get into the Boston Marathon. And nor is that uh, something that I'm trying to do anyway. Right. It's, so I think it just. I, it, it started to reframe my brain. You were hard brain. on yourself for an arbitrary number that literally meant, meant nothing. nothing <laughs> other than I, I Googled what's a good time for someone my age to finish a marathon and I wanted to do it faster. So, and, and so, it, yeah, it meant really at the end of the day, nothing. The real feat, the real mm-hmm. accomplishment was finishing the marathon. Right, because so, that's the one that you had had in your mind for a decade or more. Yeah. Or actually yeah. probably much longer than that because your dad ran marathons. And so you wanted to run a marathon for the majority of your life. That was your your deep down goal that motivated you. The four hours was an arbitrary number you picked halfway through your training. Literally like three, four months before maybe the, yeah. the marathon. Like I'd, I had had that goal for like, yeah, three months, let's say. Yeah, as opposed to maybe 20 years. Years, years yeah. of <laughs> wanting to, yeah. And so... It just was a reframe, and that was a, a big lesson that I had taken from the previous year. So, like mm-hmm. when we're setting goals, I think that it's really imp- because I had become the fittest I'd ever been on at the, forty-one on, years old. Yeah, on the, and and I played sports all my life. I was relatively fit at different you know mm-hmm. p- parts of my life, but at this part, I was probably the most fit I'd ever been, and I discounted it because I didn't hit this goal, and so. I think it's just really important. I invite people that when they're when they're writing goals and goal setting is like, if you come up short, recognize that you still came so far and you're a more evolved, better version of you mm-hmm. than you were when you set out on this journey. Mm-hmm. And so just not always tying the outcome to your identity. Yeah. I think that's a great story. I really, I, I'm glad you start, we started with that story. Because as we get into this process, like we're going to set goals year over year and we're not going to hit them. No. Like, and, and hopefully we don't hit most of them. And, and, and by it, yeah, because if you, you want to stretch yourself. Yeah. And so, you know, if you set this big audacious goal, that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. And if you don't get there, then you don't get there. But it actually helped with this year when we didn't meet some of our goals. Mm-hmm. The, the experience that I went through with the marathon and understanding that it's not tied to my identity. It's not mm-hmm. that I'm a failure because I didn't. Yeah, look how far I came. It's not tied to your self-worth. It's not tied to your value as a human being. Yeah, it yeah. really helped looking back on 2023 when we didn't hit some of our goals. And I was like, oh, yeah, but look how far I came. Mm-hmm. Look what I did accomplish. Look at the wins I did have. Yeah. And so yeah. I, that, I think, dovetails nicely into the first two activities that we do sort of to close the year and get ready to sort of set our intention and get into the next year. The first two activities we do as part of this whole goal-setting exercise are reflective. We reflect it on the previous year. Yeah. And we did it two, we did two exercises in that reflection. And one is what we talked about last week. It's find the lessons. Yeah. Re- reflect on your 2023. <clears throat> Where did you run or your previous year? What obstacles did you hit? What goals did you not achieve? And what did you learn from those failures, those fall downs, those speed bumps on your journey? And so the first activity in the whole goal setting exercise is a reflection on what you learned the previous year from the things you didn't accomplish that you can take forward with you to make you even better as you proceed into these new set of goals you're going to set for yourself. 
And so I'm not going to beat a dead horse on the lessons because we talked about that a lot uh, in last week's episode. But the very first activity is reflection on uh, lessons from the previous year. And then the second activity is also a reflection. Find the wins. Find the wins. Yeah. And we talked about it last. We, last th- that episode. was one of the lessons we took from 2023. Yeah. So this is the first year that we did that. And mm-hmm. I don't know, I three or four months ago, I read something on social media, but someone had, I think it might have been, I, saw, I just saw it again, like yesterday, the day before. So Jay Shetty said it. So maybe it was him the first time. I don't know. But it was create a celebration jar. And we've talked about that. Uh, sorry, t- create a jar of wins. We, we've talked about creating a celebration jar a few weeks ago in terms of like celebrating all your wins, but this is get a jar and every week write down something that good that happened, write down a win yeah. and put it in the jar. I think it's something we learned going through this process this year is mm-hmm. like reflecting on the year is great. Mm-hmm. And it's something I think it's worthwhile. It's also sometimes hard to remember everything. Totally. So when we sat down to go through all of our wins, we kind of went through month by month, month, month by month figure out where we were what we were doing and they're like oh yeah we did this then right oh we learned that had we had we written it down in the moment yeah it would have been a lot easier and so it would have been it would have been a lot easier and it would have been something really fun to do on december 31st dump the jar out of all the little pieces of paper we put in every week all year so we'd have you know 52 each we'd have 104 pieces of paper to pull out of that jar on christmas on new year's eve and read through all of our wins uh, from the previous year. So we we did the exercise where we sat down and we kind of went off memory and went month by month. But starting this year, we're going to do the jar exercise where we get a big box or a big jar and or, you know, on your computer or in your remarkable or wherever you want to write it all down. Mm-hmm. Um, every week, write down something the, good that happens. One of the one of the wins, you like, you know, yeah. your biggest win or your most favorite win from that week. Yeah. So that when December 31st, 2024 rolls around, we've got the list of wins from the year that we can look back on and reflect. Yeah. And so the first two activities in our in our um, goals, sort of goal setting process are reflective. And then the next two that we do, I think really get around setting our intention for the year. The next two activities we do are pick a word and pick a theme song. And this year is the first year we picked a theme song. So I'm kind of excited about that. Um, but we... Each go through, and I think an interesting point, I guess, that we didn't call out yet, and we mentioned it a little bit last week, was we do these activities separately and then bring them together. Yeah, yeah, individual activities that we talk about as a as a unit. Yeah, so like we did the lessons exercise from last week separately, and then we came together to talk to you about them, mm-hmm. and then with the goal setting exercises that we're talking about right now, we did that separately and then brought them together and reviewed them together. And, and it was kind of fun to to do that because we you know you went away and and did your you know a, a brainstorm of some words that meant something to you mm-hmm. and and thought of some songs went through your phone and found some songs yeah. that meant something to you and I did the same and then we got together and we got to you know Listen just to the ha- songs. yeah we had a jam session <laughs> where we just listened to some of the songs like this here's one of the ones I picked yeah uh, you know and you have a list of five or six that you you whittle down eventually but like here are the top five ten whatever mm-hmm. it was that I I found and then you do the same and, and you kind of have a little dance party and yeah it was kind of fun it actually was super fun so hi- highly recommend at least giving that one a go for yeah. for this year yeah. um and so we each picked a theme song this year that we'll listen to, you know, when we need to be reminded of the intention. When you need a pickup, like maybe you're, totally. you know, something kicked you in the butt and you just need a pickup. Yeah. So what, what was your song. theme song? Um, what did you say? It's on? not a well-known one. Uh, it was called, I think it's called the one percenter. Mm-hmm. 
by I think Alpha. Okay. I think. It's on that album headphones. It's it's on. it's like a, a motivational album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a motivational song. I think, um, but I think it's called One Presenter, so throw that into YouTube, it should come up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I picked Bet On Me, Walk Off the Earth. Yeah, that was a good song. Yeah, catchy, I really like it, and it's got the right right intention for me for this year. Yeah. And then what was your word? Obsessed. Worthy. Worthy. Mm -hmm. Nice. I almost went with Relentless, I was close to Obsessed, but I settled on Worthy this year. Yeah. And so the word and the song, the theme song, is just... For me, it's the intention setting. It gets me in the right headspace. It gets me in the right mindset to get into the next two activities, which really are the details to me. It's like it's the nuts and bolts and it's writing. It's writing the goals, like being specific. And we'll talk about them a little bit more in a minute and also writing the letter. And so last year was the first year that we wrote a letter to ourselves to be read in a year from now. So New Year's Eve 2022 I wrote a letter to myself. You wrote a letter to yourself. Again, yeah. we did it separately. And we then, I completely forgot I even did it, actually. You were reading your letter. And I was like, did we do that? I forgot we, where is my letter? And I, It was on my computer. I found it. But I completely had forgotten that we did that. So when I pulled the letter out. Yeah, I, I set a reminder in my calendar. Smart. It popped up. And I was like, oh, yeah, I got to read this. Yeah. yeah so I went and and it's, it. again, another kind of fun activity, actually, to read yeah. your letter. Yeah. And see, like we talked about it a little bit last week about how how much things can change. Well, it was kind of um, it it kind of was how I got to that lesson. Like it, it, it I pulled on that string right. to get that lesson. Was geez, wow. so much change. Wow. Yeah. Like what I thought was going to happen in January didn't. <laughs> like <laughs> what? <laughs> so it's like it's it's a fun activity to do on both ends. I think it was a fun. It was fun for me to write the letter to myself for New Year's Eve. 2024 yeah doing that a couple of days ago or a week or so ago to write the letter to myself like oh hey what a year it's been really cool we did this we did this i did that yeah like it's it's fun to kind of put yourself forward a year and and be reading a letter that you wrote to yourself about all the cool things you accomplished in in that in the year in between and so dear future me yeah basically dear future me this year has been awesome this is what this is what i got up to this is what we did yeah, I'm yeah. so proud of you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and so it, it was. It's really fun to write the letter, and then on the flip side, you know, 366 days later this year, it's really it's going to be really fun to read it. It's on- fascinating and interesting to read what yeah you thought was going to happen in a year, and mm-hmm. you don't remember. Like I don't remember I don't. half the stuff I put no. in that letter a year ago. No, and. Uh, yeah, it was just, it was a super interesting exercise to go through. It's the first time we've done it. Yeah. And yeah, I, I recommend at least trying it. Yeah. And I, yeah, I would invite everyone to try that once. Yeah. I, yeah. I yeah. quite enjoyed it. Yeah. And then the other thing you write down is your goals. Like, and, and so for us, um, we've got four categories generally, I would say of goals that we focus on. And the first is relationships, not just ours, other relationships, um, health. Um, the third is business slash wealth, financial. And the fourth is travel. And so we set goals sort of within each of those categories. And again, we did that separately. And then we brought them back together and reviewed them together. And so that's kind of the, the, the details, I would say. The, the nuts and bolts, pen to paper, writing the letter and writing the goals. Like that's... Um, yeah. 
I think I think we need to go back to the word a little bit, and I don't think we did a good enough job of explaining to people what that is, why we did it, and, mm-hmm. and explain our words a little bit so that they yeah, have a better enough. idea of why and what it means and, you know, just, I don't, I think we need to just dive a little deeper on that. Okay. So you, you chose worthy. Mm-hmm. And why? <laughs> um, <clears throat> because that's been a focus for me. Um, I've, I've spent some time, like I, that's been a real focus for me over the last year and a half, two years on, um, focusing on my self-worth, my value. You know, I got lots of little reminders, actions, reminders, things that I do, um, to remind myself of my value and my worth. Yeah. And so I really want that to be a focus in 2024 that I am worthy of all the things that are coming. I yeah. am like all these goals that I'm going to achieve. I am worthy of all of them. Yeah. And so I think without believing you're worthy of the goals you want to achieve, you're, you're not going to get them. You're going to self sabotage. Yeah. You know, the, the universe is not going to bring you what it doesn't believe you feel you're worth, feel you're worthy of. And so to make sure I achieve all my goals, I need to feel worthy of them. And so my primary focus this year is to be worthy, to believe I'm worthy, to focus on the fact that I am worthy of achieving all of my goals. Mm -hmm. So that's why I picked worthy. And picking a word is just basically like a theme for the year. It's It's setting the intention for the year. Yeah. Like, you know, what does 2024 mean to you, represent for you? Mm -hmm. Like what's something that you want to have 2024 represent for you mm-hmm. or mean for you. That's your primary focus for 2024. Yeah. And I think why I chose Obsessed was we were at an event recently and it really hit home when they talked about, <clears throat> and I've known this forever. Like it's what you focus on is what, um, where you're going to get results. And, you know, it's, if you want it to be, the best at something it takes an obs- it, almost like an obsession like mm-hmm. like michael jordan kobe bryant mm-hmm. athletes you know these steph curry mm-hmm. and i know i'm using all basketball who, who tom brady mm-hmm. uh wayne gretzky Sidney crosby they all taylor swift mm-hmm. the amount of thought and the amount of obsess obsession that she puts into her like show she like she she trains like an athlete. She was running on a treadmill and singing, singing her whole set list. She trains like an athlete. Yeah. I would never have thought that that's what it takes, but to and she's the best. Mm-hmm. And she's known as the best. Like and it's not by accident. It's not. And like the same with LeBron James is like in his 40s and he's like or 30 late Close 30s to, whatever yeah. he is and and playing like he's still 25. Mm-hmm. And like same with Sidney Crosby and you know, Steph Curry is the best shooter that the planet has ever seen. And, and just not by accident. No, he's obsessed. He just constantly shoots the ball all day, every day. And, and so I, you know, at this last event, you know, about business, they talked about, yeah, but it, like, are you obsessed with what you do? Like, are you, are you taking it to that level? Mm-hmm. Because that's what it takes to be, 
successful, like mm-hmm. to do big things. And so for me, we want to impact a lot of people. Mm-hmm. We want to help people um, live the best life they can. Mm-hmm. And so that has to be an obsession, not just a pastime, not just mm-hmm. a, like a hobby. Like it has to be something that you put focus and intention on every day. Mm-hmm. And so leaving that, that event and, and having thought about it for some time and, you know, having been faced with this exercise for 2024, it really allowed me the opportunity, well, to choose the word Mm -hmm. and to make it a theme for the year. But also in that time since the event, I've really thought about what are the things that you need to do to be obsessed about that level of success, that that level of success that you want to have. And so a lot of those are my goals. So a lot of those are the things that I want to do this Mm -hmm. year are focusing on the things that are going to, you know, um, show an obsession, Mm -hmm. you know, prove an obsession. So that's why I chose the, Mm -hmm. that word this year. Yeah. Good follow up on, on providing a little more context on the words. Um, so it, it, I don't know, it's, I think it's kind of a fun exercise to do too, to get yeah. to, to pick the, you know, your primary focus, your intention for the year with your word. And so then we talked about letters and goals and those are the details that you get into the details there. And then the last thing is it's visual, it's fun, it's creative and it's creating our vision board and we just do a digital version of it on our phone. Yeah. Like, and, and actually Go Clean Co., who, by the way, I love on Instagram. She showed her followers how she did it last year, just creating a, you know, she creates it on Instagram and saves it to her phone and 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 then saves it to the wallpaper of her phone. So every time you pick up your phone and it goes from the black screen to whatever your wallpaper is, you see all the elements of your vision board. Yeah. And so it takes a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. It doesn't take a ton of time, but it takes a little bit of time. But it's also like a fun exercise, like you say. Yeah. Like it's finding little things that mean, represent something that you're trying to achieve. Yeah. Something you're trying to achieve this year, find an image that represents that. Yeah. And then create your digital, um, your digital vision board so that you literally see it every time you pick up your phone, you're reminded of those. And so those are our sort of... Um, one, it's the process. Yeah. I don't know. It's the, it's like the reflective seven, process. Seven, maybe. I think it's seven things. There's two reflection. There's two intention. There's two in the details. And there's that one visual um, creative outlet. Find your lessons. Find your wins. Uh, what's your word? Your find your song, song. Write yourself a letter. What are your goals? And, and then, be really specific in the goals. And then find your uh, images uh, that represent those things that you want to do in 2024. Yeah, and create your vision board. And, vision board. and save it to your wallpapers so that you see it every day. And it's... Oh, one other thing we, we, we didn't mention when we talked about writing down the goals is writing them down every day. Yeah. People who write their goals every day are 41% more likely to achieve them. And this year, something different that I... Um, I did like I wrote out all my goals, mm-hmm. but the one big one, the one big one that yeah. really means something to me. Yeah. I wrote that one, yeah, and I wrote fifty reasons why. Yes, it's a must. Yeah, fifty. Yeah, and and write more if you can, but mm-hmm. like minimum fifty. So what is that thing that you want to achieve? And then 50 reasons why it's a must for you. Mm-hmm. Because I think when we realize what it is we want to achieve. Sometimes it loses some of the 
luster as you go through and you fall on the hard, you know, mm-hmm. difficult things pop up. But yeah, life gets in the when way. you read the 50 reasons why you want to achieve that goal, mm-hmm. like, cause I want to help my family. I want to do this for my friends. Mm-hmm. I want to, whatever the reasons, your 50 reasons are, um, it, it, it makes that goal a little bit more valuable to you. It like, brings the meaning it, back. Yeah. What, why do you want to do it? Well, the, because I want to do these 50 things or I want to help these 50, whatever, whatever it is for you, but 50 reasons why that goal is a must. Mm-hmm. So I, I just, I'm playing with that this year. Mm-hmm. So that's something that that's, people can, that's a really good call can do too. Yeah. So, so write, write your goals down every day. Yeah. Um, I write mine. We both do in our journal every morning when mm-hmm. we do our journaling work. Yeah. And then, um, your big one, your big primary goal. What's the big one for you every year or for this year? Yeah. What are you, And the 50 reasons. The 50 stack. 50 stack of reasons why it's a, a must for you to achieve it. Yeah. So, yeah, hopefully though, there's something there that you can pull into your process for your goal setting and reflecting on, on how your year went and look forward to your, to your mm-hmm. next year. And like we like we say, if you get any value mm-hmm. or if you you know liked what you heard, uh, it it would mean so much to us if you you know shared it or liked it or left a comment just to let us know uh, what resonated for you and uh, it it always helps to these uh, mysterious algorithms yeah and it helps, helps us, us get in front of other people yeah reach more people which mm-hmm. is all, always our goal is to to help as many people as we can so anything you can do uh, would be super appreciated and. That's all we have for you this week. I think that's all for this week. Maybe we'll look at, um, in a future episode, talking about how we go about moving forward towards the goals, habits, focuses, routines, things like that. But for another day. For another day. All right. Thanks, everyone. And we'll uh, talk to you soon. Talk to you next week. Happy 2024.